All right, here we go. It's episode 22 of Healthy You with Andrea and Drew. And even though I sound very cheery, I'm so stressed right now. No, I'm not really. I'm having a good time. But we're talking about stress. It happens. It happens. It does. And yeah, I'm in a good mood right now. But, Mm -hmm. you know, that was at work the other day. Super stressed out. Calm down. Then the cycle continues because you go up, you go down. Yeah. Um, but stress is something that can uh, definitely affect a lot of aspects of our life. Absolutely. And it's it's something that, unfortunately, for most of us, stress cannot be avoided. Right. And sometimes we might not feel like we're stressed out, but the body will be under stress. Yeah. Right. So it's actually one of those things that. Uh, Um, It's very interesting to kind of break it down and recognize what's actually going on in your body during different times. So, you know, in in layman's terms, there's three different types of stress that the body that the body could undergo acute, episodic or chronic. Chronic is, it's always there. Episodic, it comes and then we kind of fix the situation and it goes away. And acute is just high peak times, obviously, of stress that can even happen if your body is, if you're sick or if you're going through a chronic condition or you're in some kind of unhappy scenario for a very yes. long period of time. And then th- that's the the real specific and scientific types of stress because yeah. I always just rank my stress level based on how much I want to yell at the people I work with or <laughs> things like that. But that's the real, the real uh, uh, names for the three main types of stress. So you don't decipher your stress level based on how many rows of chocolate chip cookies. You no, eat? no, no, it's just how okay. much I want to yell at people I work okay. with. Okay, well then, that's, that's the ball. Okay, I'm of glad it. you. I'm glad you don't. Um, <laughs> I don't cope with that. I don't. I don't go through with it. I'm just saying that's how I, I base the level of stress. Yeah. And it's interesting because from a stress perspective, there's 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 sleep patterns you have to look at. And then the main symptoms when we're under stress actually affect our stomach or our gut health. Mm -hmm. Okay, so a lot of times when people say, oh, I can't get rid of like my stomach, I'll actually try to see what kind of stress they might have in their life because that's where we also hold a a lot of our emotional health, okay? And I joke around uh, about stress and and all these things that, you know, work and whatnot, but it does. I I do know it does cause a lot of uh, real issues for people and, Mm -hmm. and stress is something that can cause a lot of problems. I was actually once in a very high stress job and had to go to the ER because I just, I keeled over one day and and we pinned it down to, I thought I had, you know, I'm like, yeah, it's work, whatever. And I just realized after a little while, but that yeah, that, that, that's, that a, that's the, another that this, podcast you know? <laughs> for a different uh, topic different altogether. Topic. But anyway, um, the other thing is, you know, you all have the different people in our lives who when we're under stress, whether it's a deadline at work or mm-hmm. planning three different functions at one time, there's the two types of people, those who gain weight or those who lose weight, mm. right? Um, we each have our own genetic makeup and how our body reacts is our individual way of coping, okay? But we do have to understand that the body is very, very smart. Um, And and what I see majority of time are people who tend to then reach for comfort food. Um, and, And sometimes you can... Comfort food could still make you gain weight or lose weight. So mm-hmm. we, I want to touch on, okay, how do we manage and cope with this? But at the end of the day, depending on what type of stress your body is going on, the body being a smart machine will actually 
preserve your energy stores. And if we have to go back to uh, that episode we just talked on, number 21, about carb and sugar and energy. Yes. So it will actually preserve your carb or your energy stores, and it will actually break down at your muscle to get the energy that it needs to kind of move through. Mm-hmm. And And at the same time, most times when people are stressed, they will crave or have the high sugar, high fat, greasier type foods, which tend to deplete our energy um, from a mental perspective. Um, And those foods will just go back into our stores and maybe accumulate into a little bit of extra fat around our body. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, I often say to people, then how is your sleep? Because we know that missing sleep or little sleep will also affect our hormones, which in turn will cause us to Yell at those coworkers. <laughs> or yell at the, yell at the coworkers. Get maybe hangry, uh, yes. want the high sugar, um, and, and, and you know, not make those great choices. So it comes down to just really understanding, okay, what might be the best snacks and meals when I do have a higher stress period? And you have to understand, too, that no one knows what life is going to throw at them. Okay, so I'm not saying that, oh, you just got some really, really bad news. Well, go and make a, you know scrambled eggs with spinach and avocado on toast. No, I we're all human. But if, for instance, let's look at accountants. They know that February to end of April is a very higher, higher, very higher, higher stress time for them yeah. because they are meeting deadlines that are beyond, you know, just needs to get done. So plan a little bit, okay? Mm-hmm. So, um what we recommend is make the choices of choosing the higher fi- fiber carbohydrates, which then come back to the more natural grains and, and choices as such, because they digest slower. So they give us a steadier and slower release of energy. Mm-hmm. Lean proteins with that will create a sense of satiety and help to make sure that, you know, the body tacking down at the muscle is going to rebuild it. Beans and legumes, leafy greens. A big focus is actually the B vitamins and B vitamins, which are found in whole grains and uh, dark leafy greens are, are um, responsible for breaking down the energy of our food. So they just, they can give us that extra little nutrition that we need. And it is a time that I would often sometimes recommend for people to grab a multivitamin. If you know that you might skip a meal or if you know that you might eat out on more occasion during that higher stress period of time, a multivitamin could do you good. And uh, like you said, you're planning ahead and we all kind of have those, uh, I don't want to say patterns, but there are those times where you just kind of know you're going to be a little busier. But as you also mentioned, we don't know when life's going to throw those crazy situations at us. But I feel like this one here is definitely just scratching the surface on uh, on how you could plan ahead for these times. So that's why uh, we'll give you all your info at the end. But if anyone wants to get a bit more detail and they can contact you and you'll definitely help them plan for Absolutely. those stressful times. Yep. Um, what about exercising during these stressful times Yeah. and uh, what effect that might have on your body? And oh, the, mood the best and- for you. So, you know, exercising allows for recirculation and rejuvenation of blood flow to your organs, to your muscles, to your brain. So, you know, a lot of people, a lot of during high stress times is sometimes it's funny because when it's a planned higher stress time, you can say, oh, I just don't have time. Or when you are kind of hit smack dab in the face with something and your body just goes into this fight or flight mode, you don't always think about, oh, I should go for a walk. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but honestly, 
15, 20 minutes, fresh air. If you can go for a walk, if you can get to the gym for a little bit extra as well, it really does your body good. Um, it kind of sets sets the par of, of, you know, even some other positive habits you might be able to do. Um, but that little bit, you know, I always kind of grew up thinking when you go to the gym, you have to go for an hour. And so when I came into a very high, higher stress period of my life, um, I just didn't have time for the gym because in my brain, it was an hour. So I stopped going. Mm-hmm. And uh, a good colleague of mine basically pulled me aside and said, can you bring your gym stuff to work tomorrow? And I just, I'm like, no, it was just out of my, out of my library because I had always associated gym time, one hour, gym time, one hour. And honestly, that next day I went after work, it was a 20 minute run. And let me tell you, you run a lot faster too. Um, and I just felt so much better and I carried that over and it made you realize that, you know, a less is more sometimes, and there are ways around it. You just have to, you know, remind yourself if you know that you get to work or your day starts a little later, and as soon as it starts, it's go time. Mm-hmm. Do it in the morning. Yep. You know, if you know that you get forty-five to minutes to an hour at lunchtime to, you know, step away from your desk. Take 15 minutes, and even if it's just standing outside or just walking to just one block walk, to yeah. the next, right? So it, it really does do a body well. Oh, for and sure. we need to all move a little bit more. Part so. of my uh, my stress release at work is just going for my afternoon coffee. Yeah. And that 15 minutes away from my desk. Away from the desk, yeah, away know, from the environment, adds right? Adds up at yeah. the end of the month because I yeah. go and buy coffee instead of drinking it here. But... It makes a big difference at the end of the uh, yeah. day and the end of the week and then the end of the month because it's all all uh, cumulative Absolutely. to the end of the year, right? Yeah. And <laughs> it, it just... resets your focus for the second half of your workday or whatnot. So Definitely. How about we touch on one more thing before we uh, uh, do give out your website and contact yeah. info? <laughs> well, it's technically two things, but we're going to kind of clump them together. When you're stressed, what about caffeine, as mentioned, the coffees, mm-hmm. the teas, and what about alcohol? So caffeine is often that stimulant or that beverage of choice that people will go for. You know, I don't have time to eat a meal, so let me just grab a coffee. And at the end of the day, it it will depend on what you're putting in that coffee because if you're dumping it with a couple extra teaspoons of sugar, obviously. creams. Yeah, it's not going to fuel you as properly as we we want to. Um, So just be mindful of how much you are having. It could also affect your sleep. And Mm. if you're then not sleeping well, the whole cycle starts over again. So just be, again, I'm not saying no, but, you know, if someone told me I couldn't have caffeine in the morning, I might have a different conversation with them. But if you are mainly consuming coffee or tea and then you're adding stuff to it and maybe missing out on food that we should be chewing um, and giving our bodies the proper energy you you want to kind of step back and look at oh could i maybe drink some water in here as well mm. alcohol alcohol affects everyone during different periods differently okay you know it's the same as i don't drink all week but then on friday i have two bottles of wine well no it doesn't constitute so at the end of the day we're just looking at your overall nutrition Um, There are certain nutrients that the body doesn't absorb as well and don't kind of move around as well during higher stress periods of time. And if you are um, hydrating on a little too much alcohol um, 
and your body's under stress as well. You have to understand that alcohol is not, you know, horrible to include a glass or two every once in a while. But if your body's going under this stress and fight or flight mode, and then you're adding something that is a little harder for your body to break down, let's Mm -hmm. just leave it at that, then we could be, you know, looking at more issues down the road. Hmm. Is it bad that uh, when I go home and have dinner, I'm probably going to have a glass of wine? No. I'm not stressed, so it's all good. (laughs) (laughs) If anyone wants to get in touch with you, your website. Oh, Drew. AndreaFalcone.ca. Um, it's all there. Uh, some articles, some readings, some free recipes as well. So check it out. And hey, you need that comedic element. Come Absolutely. On. We'll be uh, back with another uh, edition. The next one will be 23. So we will chat soon. Take care.